0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Today is April 15th. That's tax day, except it's not. The IRS has extended this year's deadline to file and people like myself now have until May 17th to get those forms in. But if you're one of the millions of employees who work remotely in the last year, you may find some surprise taxes you haven't heard about yet. Luckily, my colleague Ronnie Mola is here to explain. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Peter. You know, we used to sit next to each other day after day after day, and then the pandemic came, and you went away to an undisclosed location somewhere north of New York City. How's it going up there?
0: Colder than where you are, but pretty good.
1: It's colder. And are your taxes any different because you, you live upstate? So
0: for me, it's not that different um, because I used to live in Brooklyn and now I've moved upstate within the same state. So it's just a matter of, you know, just paying taxes where I live. But um, had I moved to, you know, another state, say like Texas or Tennessee, it might be a different situation. Why is that? Your taxes are generally based on where you're physically doing the work, like where you're sitting in sweatpants and typing on your computer, except in the case of these convenience rule states, which are these states that say, hey, we're going to tax you based on where your job is located, which kind of just throws like a whole wrench into the, how this normally works. So the convenience rule states are states like New York, Arkansas, Connecticut, there's a there's seven of them. and. Convenience rule states say that they're going to tax you based on where your office is, where your job has an office, not based on where you're physically working. Uh, So that's obviously a big deal in the pandemic when a lot of people are no longer working uh, where their office is, and they might be in a completely different state.
1: Okay, I'm half following. So let's say you had moved to Texas along with everyone else in technology. What would happen to your taxes for... Your current job at Vox, which is based in New York City.
0: Okay. So if I'd moved to Texas, a state that has no income tax, and it sounds like that's going to be awesome because I'm going to get to keep more of my money, because New York, where my job has an office, is a convenience rule state, I actually still have to pay New York income tax. If my job had an office in another state, say like Tennessee or Florida or any of the other non convenience rule states, I would pay taxes based on where I'm living. In that case, it would be Texas.
1: So basically New York state has put their clause into you and said, we don't care where you go. You're still, you're still paying New York taxes.
0: Right. Which kind of feels incredibly unfair if you're not availing yourself of like New York's roads or New York's public services. And you've never even like stepped foot in the state for a whole year and you have to pay those taxes.
1: And then you may still be paying state taxes of some sort in the state you're now living in. So you're basically getting double taxed.
0: In in some cases, a lot of times they'll reimburse you. Um, but now states are less likely to do that because they're like, hey, you're spending all your time here. I'm going to tax you here. Uh, yeah. So in a few states, especially if it's like two convenience rule states, you might get double taxed.
1: So um, what's your sense of how many people are being affected by this in a year where anecdotally a lot of people packed up and left? We don't know how many folks did, but what's your sense of how many folks this applies to?
0: I mean, it's really hard to tell, especially because the data is lagging on it. We have like anecdotal data that says a lot of people are moving to states, especially states with lower income tax. And I think the presumption would be like, I'm moved somewhere that's cheaper. The taxes are lower. I'm going to have to pay lower taxes. One survey out there said that like something like half of remote workers didn't realize like where they had to pay taxes. So it's not something that's really like top of mind, especially if you like hustled out of where wherever you were living during the pandemic.
1: So, someone who wants to learn more about this can read your story. And what else can they do to help figure this out?
0: You could talk to your employer and make sure your employer is taking taxes for where you're actually physically working right now. So, where you're in your sweatpants and typing and,
1: and, and whatnot. You keep mentioning sweatpants, like you can see through the computer and, and see what I'm wearing right <laughs> now.
0: Me, me, me too, Peter. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you have to tell your employer where you're physically working. It's also super complicated. Like Even after I talked to a bunch of tax professionals, they were like, all right, well, if you live in this state and work in this state, you do this, but this state's a little different. So probably talk to a tax professional and not me.
1: So this sounds like a benefit for people who prepare taxes professionally. So I will discuss this. I didn't move anywhere. I stayed in Brooklyn the whole time. I'm good to go. Um, Hopefully everyone else is staying safe and getting vaccinated and all those good things. Ronnie, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me. Ronnie Muller is a senior data reporter at Recode, and if you like hearing me and Ronnie talk at each other, sometimes over the internet, you can listen to more of this. We co-host the season two of the podcast Land of the Giants. It's about Netflix. Um, It's quite excellent if I do say so myself.